Welcome to The Extra Pieces. I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick and... I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog. Welcome to our little podcast and come and join us while we talk about Lego sets, things happening in the Lego fan community and pieces we've stepped on in the middle of the night. Hi, before we get underway... I'd especially like to thank everyone who's been listening to the podcast and has been sharing it with their friends we love to get your feedback as well and would be delighted to hear your thoughts reach out to us on our socials at extra pieces pod on instagram or twitter or send us an email extra pieces pod at gmail.com you guys are great thank you so much for tuning in for subscribing we enjoy what we do um and we can't do it without you so thank you so much for supporting us so jay it is the first of october pinching a punch for the first of the month no backs when we are recording this how are you i'm good three months left in the year i can't believe we're back in the final quarter of the year it's very surreal but very exciting it's been a long year there's 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 a lot that's happened in 2021 it's a really good sequel to 2020 did not disappoint (laughs) kept the plot lines fresh could still use work yeah i mean the earthquake was great the earthquake was no one saw that coming. That was like it was not spoiled in the trailers. There were no leaks. For those of you who are listening overseas, southeastern Australia experienced a thirty-second magnitude six earthquake Wednesday a week ago. It caught a lot of us off guard. The kids just called down and asked us to turn the movie down, as the shelves were rattling a bit. The dog looked confused. Now read on. Look, I enjoyed the earthquake. Uh, my Lego collection was thankfully intact. I was surprised that my Saturn V, which is in an upright position as it should be, um, was intact. It didn't topple over, but it was it was it was nice to see um, many many a uh, many a joke photo on social media about destroyed Lego um, models that did not survive the quake. Hashtag we will rebuild. Um, but it was nice. It was, uh, it was 24 hours where we all collectively stopped talking about COVID and all that nasty stuff. And it was all about the earthquake. And where were you during the great Melbourne earthquake of 2021? Mm. And the answer to most of us is we're glad that we weren't walking down Chapel Street in uh, one of our... In the- shopping district of South Yarra on the grounds that there was actually a wall that fell over there. But it's the 1st of October. Yes, the earthquake did not disappoint. Um, All sorts of other weird and wonderful things are entering the public narrative. But uh, it it was the 1st of October, which must have meant that all of the 1st of October Lego releases were due to be released this morning, Jay. Yeah, we... we How did that go? Yeah, we used to have two major release windows on Jan 1st and I think on um, in the second half which usually kicks off on the 1st of June or July. So it's it's historically been the 1st of June in the Europe and Australia and it's been the 1st of August in the US. Yeah so 
But as of late, it seems like there's a big quarterly. It's it's we've we've got quarterly release calendars now. So the last big one was yeah June July. Now we've got October. The next one is Jan. Um, but yeah, Lego dropped a lot of stuff. There was something for everyone. From superheroes, you know, we've got the new classic Batman cowl to uh, the mini Batman tumbler to Sanctuary 2 from the Infinity Saga, which I think people mm. forgot. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home sets. Um, uh, we, we had new Technic as well. We had the, the Ford Raptor and the Cat bulldozer which is i think the most expensive technique set of all time yeah yeah it's not got the highest part count it doesn't have the most electronic bits because the lever had two hubs and it only has one but it's expensive um, yeah i'm not sure that the most expensive thing ever is a title i'd be trying for it's it's, it's technique i don't i don't pretend to understand the machinations of technique. Um, yeah, we, we, we got that. We got the, 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 the Mario question mark block. We got Queer Eye. We've got Santa Slay, Mini Disney Castle. Um, general release of Santa's Visit. What else? C- Lego City Stunts for the kiddos. Lego City Stunts. Oh, I love Lego City Stunts. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and we finally got the answer to whether or not the Series 2 video bandmates were going to be released or not. And it didn't really arrive in the way that we expected we'd get this news, did it? Nope. So, Jay, I know that you've been busy looking at the... sort of trying to find out what's been going on because you've got quite a few readers that have got an interest in the video. And I was just wondering, um, what had your investigations found as far as the availability of it in the run-up to yeah look i have a i have a i i like video um i like the team i don't like the app um i think the the, the team design is great and um I'm not sure if it's me but i have a very soft spot in my heart for failed lego teams so video is you know perfectly right in that um sweet little spot of you know Let's call them flops for you know all intents and purposes. I like I like Chima, um, I like I liked Nexo Knights, um, and I'm probably one of the five people in Australia that actually you know legitimately like video. I I have a lot of video sets, and I'm pretty sure I have the entire range because they went on like sixty percent off clearance, and I was like, yes, please, I'm gonna have like five K-pop stages. I don't even know why, but. At sixty percent off, you know you don't, you know. Um, so, so I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely interested in the team. I like the minifigures. The minifigures design is just bonkers. Um, you know, like, like, like you said, Richard, it was um, Fabulan inspired. You know what, what happened next to Fabulan? They just, you know, mutated into musical. Some of them mutate into musical ice cream makers and others mutated into Chima. Yep, there you go. The, the, the branching evolution trees. Anyway, um, so yeah, we, we, we covered video in a, um, in, a, in a couple of episodes back where, you know, we celebrated or mourned 
you know the premature death of video. Um, but one of the things that um, that that Lego promised was that the twenty twenty one releases would not be affected. It was only stuff that had been planned in the pipeline for twenty twenty two that would potentially be pushed out until they sort the ecosystem or the app or just the entire thing out. Um, so everyone was kind of looking forward to Bandmates Series 2 because if you look at the lineup of 12 minifigures, it was actually a really strong lineup of pretty cool characters. you got like a mm. blue dragon, there's like a slime singer guy that's just like toxic goop with um, the like Kanye West um, sh- shutter sunglasses. I'm not sure what you call them. Um, yeah, lots of, lots of really fun characters and... I don't know. I think I think Bandmates series one was pretty well received. Um, probably not as not as popular as collectible minifigures, but people did generally enjoy collecting Bandmates series one. I th- look. I think the people who enjoyed collecting them enjoyed collecting them, but there were still lots of them being sold out at fifty percent off. Um, recently and you know still we've had had our department stores discounting the bandmates and mm. from season one so you know well they've not walked out the door the way that you might often find say oh i'd like to say star wars minifigures but they haven't i think collectible minifigures actually have a reasonable reasonable amount of longevity on mm. on the um shop floor you know once you get past the sort of opening weekend Friends yeah. and sales. Yeah. So, um, yeah, back to Bandmate Series 2. So, coming up to the 1st of October when it was slated to be released, um, it's kind of strange, but LEGO, you know, pushed out Bandmate Series 2 far ahead of the second wave of video sets, which is fine. They want to, they want to stagger it out. It's great for everyone's wallet and it keeps, I guess, interest in the team mm. alive. Um, so coming up to October, I'm putting together my um, like Lego shopping guide that I usually do for big releases, and I start to ask around, like, "Hey, is anyone getting Bandmates Series Two? Because I would like to buy a complete set, you know, as you do with any blind bag collectible minifigures. Because I don't like, you know, I don't like gambling. I don't like guesswork. I just want to buy a complete set and be done with it." Um, and then I hear from my usual sources that they're not getting it or mm. orders have been cancelled. And this was, I think, um, a week and a half ago, 10 days ago. I'm not, not quite sure. And then rumors, the, the rumor mill started churning from elsewhere in the world. So I think Promo Bricks, um, with their really well-connected sources in Germany, started saying that, you know, their independent retailers had their orders cancelled as well and it wouldn't be coming. And then Mm. you go online and the product page disappears. It's not available in on 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 the American, the British, the Australian website, gone. It's a four four page. It only exists in a few Southeast Asian countries, which is weird because they never got video at all. Not even the first wave. And I think the um the um, UAE and some other Middle Eastern um, territories, which is weird. So um, mm. so we start asking 
and we start finding answers. So going on the um, Lego Ambassador Network, a um, couple, couple of people have asked for an official comment. Is Bandmates Series 2 coming? Can you tell us more? There's a lot of hearsay, lots of conflicting information going around. Some people are saying that it got cancelled completely. Lego just didn't make them. And it was quite... That's quite plausible because um, there were no leaks. No stray minifigures had somehow found their way out of the factory into, you know, very suspicious sellers um, in Hong Kong where you usually get to see minifigures on their own um, because they just, yeah, they just get stolen or, you know, just escape hmm. the factory. None of that. So there was, there was, there was no photographic evidence of bandmate series two even existing. And then as you come up to the re- release date, Lego start being very coy and they were like, we can't say anything until the first. And everyone's like, that's strange. We just need a yes or no. Is it coming or not? Yes mm. or no. Simple. It's binary. Um, and then I reach out to Lego Australia, which um, thankfully we have a very good relationship with. Um, and they're really good for local distribution questions. You know, like who's retailer exclusive? Who, who has these... Who, who has this retail exclusive or, you know, is it coming out here? When's it coming out? Um, the local office is pretty generally very helpful with generally that. pretty responsive, yeah. Yeah. And I got the answer. Hey, Jay, it's not coming out on um, in retail channels or online. So that just tells me it's been scrapped completely. Um, and I hit publish and I was like, all right, it's done. It's, it's been cancelled. I think Brickset also posted... Uh, um, a piece um, kind of questioning the existence because there was so much very strong evidence that you know independent retailers were getting their their, their orders cancelled and that's quite unusual because it's a lost sale for Lego and you wouldn't generally cancel a retailer order unless something has gone really really catastrophically wrong because mm. yeah you know they've they've ordered it. That means they will want to pay for the stock to sell it, and yeah, Lego cancels all orders. So, um, I go to bed last night. I'm like, all right, it's done. First of October. Um, I've done my shopping guide. I'm done. I wake up this morning and I got messages in my inbox saying it's up. Bandmate series two is here, and I'm like, what is going on? Jump on my computer, and lo and behold. <laughs> It's available to order for five ninety nine on the Australian Lego.com website. And yeah, so this morning, I, w- I wasn't planning to make a, a purchase for the 1st of October because I was lucky enough to be sent most of the 1st of October releases. And my strategy was to probably wait for a decent gift with purchase or double VIP offer because there's, there's there's really nothing that I kind of want right now. Mm. I can wait. I've got, I picked up the Tumblr from Kmart. I picked up the No Way Home set. So pretty good for 1st of October releases yeah. until bandmates. And I just ordered 20 because that's the maximum limit. And when you're ordering blind bags or bandmates from lego.com, it's, it's, it's completely random. So I want a whole set naturally, 
but and and that's you know that that's just going to be yeah the closest way i'll try and guarantee a whole set but we'll see we'll see um yeah there we are like it and then and then we got a message from from the lego ambassador network saying oh it's the first of october it's now available online and in walmart if you're in the u.s and some lego brand retail stores now let's let's in case you're listening to that in the present i think we should probably um extrapolate just take that to its completeness it will make its way to walmart shortly and should hopefully make it into lego brand some lego brand retail stores before christmas not there now they're not nope. there now. <clears throat> nope. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? In in the US, you can't order it yet. I'm not sure if it's available. I think it's available in the UK. In the US, it still says coming soon, but it's there. So, um, yeah. So, very poor communication, and it just feels very, very strange. It does. I, like... We just wanted to know, like as fan media and for those of us that um, trade in news and providing trustworthy, timely, official information, um, we we just couldn't do that because, um, yeah, no one was forthcoming with information. There was a lot of conflicting information, I think, with within LEGO as well. And there seems to be some sort of secret reason why this was not communicated clearly. So what do you think? Why did Lego withhold this very simple question? Is Bandmates coming on the 1st of October or not? Like, what do you think? Because I have my pet conspiracy theories and I can, um, I can, I can, I can go full tinfoil on why, but I would love to know I've what had, you think. I've had too much on tinfoil conspiracy theories this last year. How ever so my suspicion i do recall when we talked about the hiatus that i did say they won't turn up in shops they'll turn up on lego.com so i'm feeling vindicated um the overall play experience for video was underwhelming and i think for the universal music group who were the major um third party partner in in this i i wonder if they were involved in organizing for the thing to be reimagined hmm. and i wonder if in the context of that look, the app's still been developed the app has had all of these characters added to it so you should be able to do something with it next week but I wonder if there have just been licensing issues about whether or not they're going to continue to support the product, whether or not we're going to support the new music. Each of these video tiles involves adding, or not each of them, but a large number of these video tiles involves adding an additional instrumental track to every song in the video library. So plainly involves a not insignificant amount of investment on the part of the music companies hmm. to just ensure that that's there. I wonder if they weren't even sure whether it was going to be ready to go 
because there's also an app involved and yep. Lego apps have not necessarily been renowned for being available in a functional, timely fashion over the course yeah, of the but, years. But, um, so, but so I'm, you can communicate that. You can go, the, 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 it, it will be available, the app might not be ready, but just, just have some information. This was like radio silence. No one knew. It was like Schrodinger's llama. No one knew whether it existed or not until you checked on Is the llama alive or not alive no yeah um i yeah look i i i would actually go so far as to say that nobody knew for sure what was going to happen with it until probably wednesday that that's i i'm i'm going to suggest that there was radio silence because the there were probably some late, some decisions being made late in the day. If you've only got the stock sitting in international distribution warehouses, then you know there you don't have to rearrange things too much. You avoid the Osprey disaster. I don't think these were ever going to be completely withheld. I think they were only going to be delayed. If any, if anything was going to happen, I think they would have been delayed until either twenty twenty two or. 23 um when they anticipate the video will get relaunched um with a sort of perhaps some test projects released during the course of next year um i'm so i i'd actually go so far as just to say there were probably three people that knew what was going oh sorry that had a plan for triggers for what was going to make it happen or not Mm mm-hmm I've no idea who those people are, um, but I dare say they didn't. I don't think they all worked at Lego, and I I don't think that the final decision was probably made until you know fairly late in the day. But I'm just look. This is just random speculation. I'm not going full tinfoil hat mode. Full that's all we got. That, that's full tinfoil hat mode would involve these aliens that are in, depicted in um, in video were in fact actually coming down and we're preparing to invade the top 40 and you know that's just starting to sound a little bit too fanciful hmm. um can't wait i'm kind of excited i may have pulled the trigger on 20 of these bandmates as well um i don't want 20 bandmates i want 12 different ones look i i i think um so we'll be open for trade jay It'll be open for trade and you won't have any trouble selling them to someone who wants to complete the asset as well. Um, all right, can I, do, do I have permission to go like full tinfoil? Go, 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 go full tinfoil hat, Jay. Great, great. Please, okay. please note that everything that follows here is pure speculation as has most of the nature of this conversation and cannot be necessarily taken to be anything that bears resemblance between this and actual fact is purely coincidence. Now go on, Jay. I know. The uh, the new Lego Leagues director took out my my um, person on the inside, so I don't have that guy anymore. Like, they're, they're just, like, brutal. But anyway, um, I think there's an element of truth in what you said, that it was a very, very late decision and that no one knew whether they were going to launch on the first or not. Um it could be, and I think the most likely and the least malicious um, reason could be the logistics and supply chain crisis. You know, they could have been shipped out. There was no, I guess, clear ETA on when they would arrive in shops, whether they would arrive in time for the 1st of October. 
and you know I think Lego a bit gun shy on committing to release and launch dates for things that aren't necessarily guaranteed like some of their big creator expert releases where you know they have to ensure that they have stock on the date itself so I think that's the most plausible reason why because oh no sorry go go no, go no, on no, I'll, no, I'll... No, you were gonna say something what so so I, I would think that the supply chain is not necessarily the total story here because we've seen for the last three you know the last two months ago we saw the like, first of the sets in the second wave drop and they were essentially being released at 50% discount, uh, which was essentially Lego providing rebates to retailers to sell them at a reduced price. Hmm. So that would suggest that retailers, and retailers were having difficulty in shifting them. Um, and cert- certainly if at the time that they were, the first wave were at full price, they weren't shifting well. So I think that it was in fact an opportunity to remove the risk from retailers and so the whole cost of production and distribution um, was then ultimately just going to be borne by the Lego group themselves. Yep. No, but I think, could, yeah, makes but, sense. But, you know, that, that was a decision made three months ago. And, you know, they could have certainly set about getting these, making their way up towards shops. But, you know, we've got further evidence that supply chain hasn't quite um, succeeded yet, and we're going to come no. to that shortly. Yep. Did you have any other any other um, theories on on this beyond beyond supply chain? Uh, yeah, look, my um, my crackpot tinfoil theory is that this was a this was a this was a live experiment, and Lego has demonstrated a um, a desire to run tests and experiments and just just to see how consumers would react um i think this was a um if i was working in marketing for lego i would go all right let's test this as a surprise drop you know we won't uh we won't commit to a date we won't say anything we'll pull all the product pages down none of the you know coming soon first october will have nothing we'll make people think that it's cancelled and then Voila, twelve oh one, it goes up on Lego.com, you know, as a Lego.com exclusive, and we'll see if people are willing to pay full price for something that you could easily get at 50-60% off because no one was buying bandmates. Um and they would buy them in quantities that were larger than you would normally purchase. Um, and I got suckered into that as well because I bought 20 of them this morning at full price. I still feel a bit dirty about that because I don't feel like they're worth full price. And I had to buy, you know, essentially eight more than I would have otherwise bought. So um, there's there's this thing called shock drops um, in, in, in the sneaker world where brands like Nike and Adidas would drop highly anticipated products all of a sudden at no like just at random times of the day so that you know no one's kind of really prepared just as a just as a gimmick to kind of drive hype or desirability i think it's a test and that's why they were so cagey 
with information and only a small group of people essentially knew about the plan or what was, you know, what, what they were trying to, you know, learn about how consumers, how fans would react to a surprise drop when, for all intents and purposes, most people thought it was cancelled or, at, at, you know, at the very least, delayed till 2022. Um, and Lego has demonstrated a propensity to run experiments. We've had the color variants in the UK with the blue Fiat, mighty dinosaurs, different size fire stations. There was one experiment this year. If you rewind back to July, the pickup truck was a bit of an experiment because it just dropped on lego.com out of nowhere, <laughs> like with no warning, no press release, no one got a heads up, no one got early review copies. This, um, this truck, this Christmas team vintage truck just dropped out of nowhere where people were expecting it to have been a DeLorean, Creator Expert scale DeLorean. Mm. And that pickup truck came out of nowhere. And that was, that, that, was, that, that was actually a very nice, pleasant surprise because no one saw it coming. So I think Lego have done, have, have run a few of these tests this year. And I, I think, and I believe that Bandmate Series 2 was another experiment as well. And this is a cruel joke, especially to all five of us, you know, video fans. I, look, uh, to be honest, I am aware of at least 12 people in Australia who were quite anxious at the fact that, who exp- were expressing anxiety over the last couple of days at the thought that these weren't being, weren't being um, released. So, mm. you know, so other things, you know, we know that, Lego pay attention to things that are going on on social channels. We know that, as you said, they do these experiments. Um, yeah. Look. Yeah. Look, I'm 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 looking forward to getting my twenty packs because it's going to be a complete like blind bag experience. Hasn't shipped yet, Jay. Look, if I knew, if I known, and if if I had stayed awake at twelve, you know, past midnight last night, it probably would have shipped already. But well, I, I can tell you that I know someone who who's did. Yep. <laughs> I was speaking to them at nine o'clock this morning and it shipped. But um, yes, I, I've not heard of, I've not heard of these later ones shipping just yet. Yep. You know, but anyway, those that were ordered at nine o'clock. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. So look. I am excited. Like I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting them. Like I like, I like minifigures, and video has had some of the most unique and some really crazy, very creative, very well designed molds um, and prints on them. So I'm, I'm excited to get my hands on them. Mm. And I should crack open my like beat boxes as well. So they're just sitting in a hallway somewhere, just, just in the little beat boxes. Because at six dollars a pop, why wouldn't you? Yeah, that might be the reason why. <laughs> uh, anyway, just, all right. Just, so just, Bandmate just series two. Bandmate series two. Don't want to talk about video. It's it, it's just been such a big letdown on so many fronts. So the thing that I love about video is that it has demonstrated that Lego are essentially able to go out on a limb and release an extra 24 bonkers minifigures during the course of a year that are very creative, even if they're using some of the moulds. Mm-hmm. So I, perhaps, perhaps we could see this as 
maybe we'll see four rather than three drops of collectible minifigures going forward next year. Yep. Um, historically, we've had three sets of minifigures. Sometimes collect- four for special occasions. Like, like the Olympics the- or the World Cup. Yep. Um, but these weren't quite special, special minifigures. These were... Oh, th- these were sort of duplicate moulds, but they were certainly certainly different, pretty different to what we were getting in our standard sets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, if only we had some good gifts with purchase on sale at the start of October, that would be really good. Yep. Although, um, having, having said that, according to lego.com, Marvel fit minifigures out of stock. On the other hand, if you have retailers, a lot of the retailer stock hasn't arrived yet. Go and visit your local retailer. Lego have demonstrated with their financial results this week that they're going to weather the current um, any current economic upsets in the world quite well. Um, your local bricks and mortar mom and pop toy shop would certainly benefit from all the support you can give them as far as um, purchasing minifigures from those if they haven't quite hit the shelves yet. The Marvel ones didn't arrive in Australia until November, having arrived in the rest of the world a couple a month ago. Yeah. Sorry, October as October. opposed to September. Yep. In the US and UK. Yeah. Um, so, 1st of October, did you pick up anything? So, yes, is the short answer. Um, because my wife has a significant birthday coming up. Um, but it will be in the past by the time this podcast um, is released. So, we'll just say a great big shout out to Anne. Hope you had a happy birthday, darling. And happy birthday. Hope you're enjoying it. And Hope you've enjoyed enjoying the Queer Eye Loft. There will be no obligation whatsoever for you to know all the elements out for me to review on the blog. This is yours to play with. Um, I picked up... Oh, yes. I picked up um, one of the new Lego City Stunts motorcycle sets. Um when I say picked up, I did a click and collect for the aforementioned Queer Eye Loft and asked my local retailer if he had any of the stunts in stock. And again, this is another example of the supply chain not quite succeeding. They had a couple of them, including the demolition motorcycle, um, but they did not have the chicken suit cycle guy who I know there are a lot of people are looking forward to getting, particularly those who enjoy their minifigures dressed up as all sorts of animals. Um, and so this, the stunts in part consist of these motorcycles that have got a sort of a flywheel. So you can start your engine on just by pushing your vehicle along on the floor. And then you can let it go. That's a great sound. That's a it great. Takes, it takes off, and I I didn't pick up any of the jump a set with the jump elements because because of supply chain issues, um, and I've been playing with it around around the house this afternoon or uh, this morning, um, launching off base plates, taking road plates, and just putting a bit of a bend in them and having the, this little motorbike leap into the air, you know, we're sort of flying through the air for about a foot or two, occasionally doing a somersault forwards, occasionally doing a somersault backwards. I haven't worked out how to finesse this yet. 
um, occasionally landing gracefully, occasionally landing with a wobble and occasionally just landing flat on his face. Mm. That's really cool because this figure, he sort of looks like a cross between um, Welcome to Apocalypseburg, Rock Raiders and Power Miners. Um, and he's sort of got this great pantomime villain moustache and bushy eyebrows on one side. And then when you turn his head around, you see that he's got a great big lump on his face and half his teeth knocked out. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. He comes with a black helmet with a lime green um, visor, not dissimilar in colour to Rex Danger Vest, but this also has black hazard stripes across it. And he's got some great... Um, studded pauldrons on his shoulders so it's really just designed to go out and look like he's planning to make somebody's life miserable but the random random thought um so this is a so stunts is a city sub team this is a city sub theme that consists of freestanding motorbikes as well as sort of a stunt show monster trucks um and various obstacles for you to jump your vehicles over Yes. This guy looks like a reformed Lego City criminal. You know, he's done his time. He's out of a, out of jail. He's an ex-con and he's looking to clean his act up. And he's taking his talents, you know, um, riding high-powered motor, motorbikes, um, escaping from cops into the stunt ring. Doesn't he look like a like a like a like a prototypical Lego City criminal? He just looks he, like he 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 does. I'm not going to disagree with you there. He he looks like a slightly more sinister version of Jailbreak Joe from the mid '90s. Um, I'm going to suggest that he's not gone clean at all. I'm going to suggest that he is involved in a series of crimes as the stunt show travels from city to city to city. There's just going to be this this trail of devastation and carnage that's left by this marauding troop of random motorcyclists and stunt riders where they're just leaping taking their their bikes running across the top of the traffic stealing little old ladies handbags and continuing on into the distance there's going to be an exciting new storyline twist coming up in lego city adventures you mark my words Mm mm-hmm you were after a tin hat foil. I mean, you weren't after the tin foil <laughs> hat um, discussion for this one. Sorry. Um. I should. Uh, I, I. I should. I should change my Lego Sig Fig into like the tin foil hat from the Wizard of Oz Tin Man, just, just for fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or just make my own out of uh, L foil. Yes, actually, that would be. I think that would work better. Or otherwise, you could get the knight's helmet from one of the collectible minifigures series, which was sort of the metallic silver. Hmm. There you go. Just saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been surprised just how, how much fun it's been. The one thing I have noticed is that it is incredibly playable. Um, but I have also noticed that I'm starting to scuff the landing points, both on the helmet, on the back of the seat of the motorbike, there's scope to customise these by putting little wheels or um, clips or building up even a potentially a little cabin over it. It could be. I could see this as being quite a lot of fun to build on. 
Um, yeah, look, but certainly I, it's it's gonna it's gonna they're gonna take damage. So I feel like they're you know like um, several like nice like like nice sneakers. Like if you if your sneakers are like crisp and unworn, I feel like you're doing it wrong. So I feel like scuff them away. Yeah, I'd I'd say these are these will be great cop um, Christmas stocking stuffers as well. If you've got if you've got you know three or four kids in the house, you could give them all one of these motorbikes for Christmas. They're hmm. relatively inexpensive. They've got buckets of play value, um, both just with posing, but also by zooming them, challenging your siblings to see who can make their character jump the furthest. See if there's anything you can do to finesse a, you know, to finesse a wheelie or a somersault or anything like that. I think there's, I suspect there's probably been a lot more work gone into that than um, they've let mention. Yeah, um, I think I think it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll buy more. That's that's my that's my assessment. We'll buy more with my own money. I'm just waiting. Uh, I'm just waiting on the uh, the chicken guy. So I'm the uh, I'm that guy who is obsessed with animal suit and animal costume minifigures. So as soon as as I saw that chicken guy, I was like, "That's mine. That's the only." Yeah. So very dis- disappointed to see that it's been slightly delayed. So Jay, are there any of the stunt sets that you've you mentioned the chicken the chicken suit guy? Is he the only one? Um, he's the only one, um, I don't know if I can, if I have the space for any of the larger ones, if they go on deep discount, I might be convinced to maybe pick up one just to mess around with them. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I think I might try and pick up a couple of the ramps through bricks and pieces, mm-hmm. um, and then just buy a few of the small motorbikes because they're kind of fun and... I think you'd actually have a lot of fun at a convention if you had people bring along their own bikes and customize, customize your bike contest. I think that could be awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to see what. Uh, yeah, I think like people that are good with cameras or videography are gonna do some pretty fun stuff with a whole bunch of them. So excited to see. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm just imagining seeing one fashioned into a tuk tuk. <laughs> uh... That could be a bit of fun. Yeah. What did you get first of October? You've heard about all I'd bought. Yeah, I, I went I went superheroes, um, just because I like superheroes and there's a whole bunch of uh really cool sets out at the moment. I picked up the No Way Home um Doctor Strange set because mm-hmm. um Doctor Strange comes with this awesome new cape, which is very cool. Now, Doctor Strange, from what I remember, sort of had a red spongy cape in some of his earlier appearances. Is that yeah. right? Is that what you've got here, Jay? No, it's a it's it's a molded plastic cape now, and it looks sensational. Um, How does it connect to the neck? It's it's slightly rubbery and flexible, so you kind of just pop it on, like like this. So, it, yeah. so it works just like a Playmobil cape. Oh, I don't know much about Playmobil capes, but yeah, sounds. So a, a take, Playmobil cape, you basically just you clip you it basically on, just almost. push you push yeah. it on. Yeah, you don't need to pull his head off to pull it on or take it off. Yeah, um, yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah. So this is a technique that Playmobil have been using since nineteen seventy four. 
if you, if you can't beat him, you know. Um, yeah, but otherwise, mm. I, I I really enjoyed the set. It's got a really great um, lineup of minifigures. One of the most diverse um, sets. You get a you get Doctor Strange who is Caucasian. You get um, Wong who is Asian. So he has a um, I'm not sure what the official color name is, but he's got a like a dark nougat. Medium, uh, yeah, it's either medium. dark or medium new guy, yeah. yeah. Um, and you've got MJ, um, as well, who has um, a bit of a darker complexion as yes. well. And you have Spider Man in his new suit, so something for everyone, lots of fun accessories. It's a lot bigger than I expected, um, yeah, which is which is which is quite nice, and yeah, just a, so, just a fun superhero set that won't break the bank. So size-wise, how does it compare with um, Brothor? Much bigger. Um, you get a you get a large like wall panel slash portal section, and it's 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 Doctor Strange's workshop again. I'm not sure exactly how this ties into the movie, but he has like a garage. There is a cool like spider type alien creature from the multiverse. I'm guessing. And yeah, lots of little trinkets that you'd expect from Doctor Strange's garage or workshop. Um, yeah, I picked that up. I picked up the mini tumbler as well, which I'm really excited to build. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to start building the big tumbler, which I'm going to review soon. Fantastic. I look forward to seeing that one. Yeah, can't say when, but um, yeah, just excited to get the small tumbler because um yeah it's cute it's a, it's a, it's a mini figure scale tumbler mm. yeah I'll, I'll have to admit i'm i i may look forward to picking that one up yep um yeah that's it from my first of october um purchases and you know plus 20 bandmates boxes so we'll see what we'll see what we get when uh when it arrives you know who knows when it when it'll arrive so because the state of logistics and deliveries is currently in disarray. In disarray. It's yeah, just a just a just big big mess at the moment. Um, it's taking days, weeks for packages to get from one end of the state to another, and even longer for international orders. Um, and yeah, so Christmas is coming up and. The shelves are looking quite bare at the moment. There isn't a lot of Lego available in the country at this stage, which is quite unusual because in in a normal in a normal year you would see retailers, you know, really juice up their inventory. Like shelves will be bulging with products in in anticipation for uh Christmas shopping. But because of the global supply chain and logistics crisis which in a nutshell it is that the, the price for containers and cargo ships and sh- generally shipping something from one country to another has just gone up to like astronomical levels um and it's <clears throat> it's, it's it's really causing all sorts of issues from you know the price of fuel to you know retailers not getting enough inventory 
and just things taking longer than expected. It's 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 just causing disarray in all sorts of industries, not just in Lego or the toy industry. Um, and that's that's the uh, that's the backdrop as we head into the busiest toy buying season of the year, um, which presents I think I think will present some really unique challenges. Like we can all remember the early part of the pandemic where mm-hmm. everyone was locked down and everyone was shopping online and it was almost impossible to get Lego at one stage because everything was out of stock. That, that's because everyone had bought all the Lego. Exactly. And uh, yeah, and, and, and Lego had a, had a massive year because of that. And mm. it, it, it feels like we're back in those troubled times again because mm. I think of the, you know, the, the, the shipping crisis. And I don't think Lego is immune from, from it because I don't think they own cargo ships. They might have a mask, mask <laughs> ship or two, but, you know, that's a toy-sized one. Um, and like everyone else, you know, they're, they're, they're probably finding it quite difficult to move stock from their factories. And Lego's supply chain is so complex now where you have instruction manuals and boxes made in China, elements made in the Czech Republic and in Mexico and in China, and they all get packed and sorted in the Czech Republic before it gets shipped to four corners of the world. And yeah, like a a 20% increase in shipping time or shipping costs is going to throw a lot of things out of whack. Yeah, no, it it certainly isn't. It's um, we've already seen that with a lot of the first of October releases not arriving at Lego.com in Australia in a timely fashion. Um, another example of this would be the small Disney castle, which was due to arrive. It was on back order from the minute that it arrived, and indeed our certified stores had listed it as back order until no until October the eighth sort of from the time that they opened the stores this morning. So I think it'll be with us soon enough, but it's probably going to be in the same um, container load that includes, say, a lot of the Australian Marvel figures and a lot of the um, the stunts sets that weren't on the shelves yet. And there'll be, I dare say, other... Um, other lines that we just haven't looked too closely at. Yeah. So, look, my advice: buy your Lego early and don't wait till till the last minute. Or even like, I think it's it's even risky to if you have your eye on a set and you're potentially waiting for double VIP or a cool gift with purchase. I think it's risky that things might sell out. Yeah. Um. I suppose other things to consider, it is early October. There are probably still, we've been averaging at least one solid Lego for Adults set per month this year. So there's certainly another one or two left in the year. Only one per year? Uh, Only one per month. One or two two per month. We had like like six in October. Like it was insane. Yeah, yeah, but I'm more That we know of. That we know of. Yeah, I was going to say, they're, they're the ones we know of, but I think there are some that we haven't heard about yet that will 
just crop up in time to distress people in time for Christmas, particularly the people that have already bought all the Lego that they thought they were going to buy. Um, <laughs> you know, we anticipate that there's likely to be some sort of UCS. Um, there'll be something to drive sales for Black... We're still going to have Brick Friday um, in association with the Thanksgiving weekend. So Maybe a big... We don't dabble in in confirmed definite rumours. We only deal in random speculation, and I don't think it's fair to be... And tinfoil. That's what we, we specialise in. Hats. <laughs> tinfoil hats and, um, and unconfirmed rumours. Once we've started to see substantiation of rumours, you'll find that we'll stop talking about them. There we go. There we go. Um, but... We would normally we would expect that there's certainly going to be a November. We often see a November release of mm. some sort. We often see a, the last few years we've seen a Star Wars UCS released around that time as well. So I don't think it's unreasonable to expect that we might see something. Um, yep. But yeah, um, exactly what? Who knows? There will be some spectacular gifts with purchase in the run up to Christmas because there always are. Yep. Um, uh, around around Black Friday, I think they like to call it Brick Friday now. So expect something big around that time because that really kind of traditionally heralds the official start of the Christmas shopping season. Hmm. That post Thanksgiving, you know, Black Friday weekend. Yeah, so but if you, if you remember last year, or was it the year before, when we got to Black Friday, everything was sold out by then. Like you could not get anything then. Like there was there were there was just like yeah, all the big sets were sold out. Um, it was it was tough. I I I, I distinctively remember that time. Like you had to like really think. Oh, what do I buy to trigger the gift with purchase? Hmm. Turns out we just had to use Christmas presents. Ah, there you go for other people. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. On, on on that note as well, buy your advent calendars early as well. There 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 there's just one chance they don't make any more after that. Um, and the last thing you want is to start this start December without your preferred advent calendar or calendars if you're a maniac like myself. Now, I was having a think about Advent calendars last night. We have Christmas. Sorry, we have City. We have Marvel. We have Star Wars. Marvel's new this year. We have Friends. Back in the day when it was around, we had Castle. We've even had Pirates. Mm -hmm. Why has there not been a Ninjago Advent calendar? That's a good point. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, like you could have all sorts of, Advent calendars. I was personally surprised that um, in the heyday of the Lego movie where it seemed that everything that Lego did was Emmett or every um, everything is awesome related, mm. that we never got a Lego movie advent calendar. I, I, I would like to see more. I think I think the, the, the fact that we have Marvel this year is quite promising. I think a Disney advent calendar would be tantalizing as well 
Um, there, there are two that they could do there. You could have a Disney and you could have a Disney princess. Hmm. That'd be a nice way to increase the range of mini dolls that you own. Just saying. Yeah. There you are. I'd be up for that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, but I think five is a lot. Um, I think the, I think the, the Harry Potter advent calendars have been oh. a bit. And Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. I've forgotten Harry Potter. So yeah, I, I agree. Um, Look, I was still seeing Harry Potter advent calendars on the shelves last December. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it did mean that we were still seeing advent calendars on the shelves last December, so you could still get one. Except for except for Star Wars, I think Star Wars sold out very early because it's the longest running advent calendar, and generally, if you've done a Star Wars advent calendar, you will do it again, and it becomes a part of your life. Because Star Wars characters in ugly knitted sweaters, and Christmas gonk droids. I don't like. I'm 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 relatively spoiler free. I I'm pretty sure my brain has forgotten everything I've seen of the advent calendar so far. So I have detoxed my brain of any advent calendar um, builds on knowledge so Keep far. Keep telling yourself that, Jay. No, my my my. This is this is this is one of the. Uh, the benefits of having, you know, goldfish memory. Like when it comes December, it, it truly becomes a surprise because I just, you know, just don't hold it in long-term storage. Well, that's probably fair. Um, <coughs> looks like the advent calendar's sold out already. Wait, what? The Star Wars one? No, I'm just on, having a look. I'm on, trying to find it on Australians on the Australian site. No way. Out of Ooh. stock. Oh, you are right. Oh. I was looking forward to picking up a scout droid. It's 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 baby Yoda in a Christmas sweater, like And the Mandalorian with a Christmas scarf. Yep. Oh shit, man. I need to I need to like head down to Toy World and buy up all their stock so I can start sculpting them. Oh it's actually it's labelled temporarily out of stock, so temporarily. There we so, go. So maybe it's still on its way. No, that's probably the advent calendar that I'd like to get this year, but it's really just because I want to do some army building with scout troopers. Hmm. City City is looking pretty good this year. I, I yeah. would be tempted if I wasn't doing every everything else. Yeah, well, that's the thing. And I think it has just got to the stage where perhaps it's getting a little too hard. To do it all. To do it all. That's probably the big thing. There is now too much Lego. It's barely enough. Hmm. Cool. All right. Shall we? Yep. Shall we wrap? Oh, look. There was one other thing that I wanted to just just quickly pipe oh, yeah. up with, but what we should it? wrap up because it's getting late. And and that is that this in September, which is now just finished, I've I've celebrated my fifth year year on the um, ambassadors network. Congratulations! Which, half a decade. Uh, half a decade which I appreciate is a little bit less than you've been there. But, uh, yeah. I can't so, even re- remember when I got in. Turns out you may have got in about six months earlier than I did. Ah, oh, there we go. But it was the same year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I also was reminded I, I had a flick up in my news feed 
just five years ago, I published my first article where I looked at particularly the gender of minifigure distribution in Lego City since Friends arrived. And at that stage, um, so that was 2016, at that stage we were on the verge of seeing 30% of the minifigures in Lego City being depicting female characters. Probably about 40 were male and about 20, we could say, weren't specifically gender-coded. Um, as opposed to the year that Friends started in 2012 when there were about 10% of minifigures in Lego City were female. And you know, then I've looked at this information on a regular basis over different themes and um, last year it looks like it's pretty close to 40% female, 40% male, 40, uh, 20% not clearly coded in Lego City. Um, licensed themes have been doing, showing some improvement as well, despite um, some pretty um, non-forgiving source material. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll just include links to those articles in the show notes. I won't bore you with the data here and now. Um, yeah, but I think, yeah, like five years sounds pretty short, but I think a lot has changed. A lot has changed in that with, time. With, with the LAN, I feel like in in recent times, LEGO have really made it a focus to diversify the types of lug or, you know, um, fan media or online community that they onboard as, um, yeah, as, as, as LAN affiliated um, ambassadors or outlets or, or mm. groups. Um, you know, I, I remember when they first started, you, you know, um, getting YouTubers on board and then Instagram, Instagrammers, toy photographers. Um, um, recently, we've had a TikTok, Lego TikTok person join as well. So I feel like there's, there's, there's a much wider variety of voices and, and, and different niches and different types of content creators um even from a fan media perspective just Mm. a a much more diverse and vibrant community where it's not the same people churning up the same types of content but you kind of have niches and people just doing really unique really creative really um yeah really special things that you know not everyone it, it it just doesn't feel very you know me too and same old same old yeah i think that's certainly um that that is one of the the big things you know when i first became an afol there were probably three sites that i'd go to on a daily basis um they'd have been brother bricks the brothers brick euro bricks and um from bricks to boffins um, which still exists, but in a much less um, frequently updated s- style to the way that it was then. And they sort of had their little niches, but then the big things were all very similar. Mm-hmm. And over um, with the same big sets being reviewed at the same time, and you know, certainly over the years, we've just seen a huge collection of little niches arrive. And, uh, you know... I'm even starting to go back to writing about the stuff that I really enjoy writing about, um, which is fun too. Mm. 
And I think the one of the major shifts is just how important AFOLs or adult fans have become to Lego. And I think the Ambassador Network, which is, you know, primarily a you know, all about engaging with communities that are made up of adult fans. Mm. Um, you know, they've 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 certainly um been the catalyst for I think a lot of Lego's recent growth um, from their astronomical profit numbers to just the sheer amount of adult focused 18 plus creator expert sets um, mm. and I think you have a lot to thank um, yeah I think the 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 individual ambassadors on you know that make up the Lego ambassador network have 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 definitely you know made their mark on the Lego group and I guess the overall trajectory of the Lego group. And I think mm. it's for the longest time, you know, it, it was like a false were always a weird kind of odd niche of, you know, adult, um, adult hobbyists playing with toys. Um, but now they're a, um, a, con- a, a consumer segment that Lego is actively looking to court. You find the nicest way of phrasing these things, Jay. There you go. I mean, and it's nice to see that as well. I think it's nice to see Lego coming around to appreciating the work that lugs and fan media do and, you know, mm-hmm. involving them, not just as part of, you know, the, the usual marketing support, like here's a press release, here's a new set announcement, here's a bunch of sets to review. I think it goes, you know, extends beyond that where you're starting to see um, ambassadors, you know, be part of various initiatives. Like there's an adult welcome section on the lego.com website where you have ambassadors and their stories featured there. You had a... And, a and in fact, not... Not just not just ambassadors. There are people there who who aren't ambassadors for their lug. There are also people who have been prominent in the AFOL community too. But part of lugs as well. So yeah, part of lugs not, certainly not just ambassadors. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, um, and again, they were part of the LegoCon pre-show, which was I think one of the only highlights of LegoCon. Uh, people really enjoyed the AFOL segment, which was which was great, and yeah. I think it's it's nice to feel that you're not just one weird, very unique niche. But I want to be one really weird, really unique niche. Oh, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, it is good. And, and, but I think even, even though you've got that, that feeling of, yeah, I'm a little bit different to the dominant culture, but... There are other people who are different in not totally dissimilar ways um, for the same dominant culture. You know, it, 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 it is, does give you that feeling of community, even though, you know, there's enough different between you all. Hmm. Mm. But anyway, it's been a great ride. I'm looking forward to continuing it for the time being. Um, the next five years are going to be exciting, I think. They're certainly going to be interesting. That's uh, there's certainly never been a better time to be trying to be getting to get someone to become a Lego fan. 
<laughs> I think that I think the um I think the end game is that Lego becomes just so ubiquitous that it's just you know like everyone will have Lego in their house. I think it's like it's kind of like you know buying shoes or sneakers or runners. You know, you just have a Nike or Adidas or New Balance shoe. I've bought one pair of sneakers in the last eight years. I think it's time you get a new one. The uh, the Lego Adidas ones are pretty pretty good. You know, if you want a different experience. One oh two eight two. Oh, oh the, uh... that, that looks that looks that that looks like it's probably doesn't have the same level of give that I look for in my in my <laughs> traditional footwear, Jay. Not great but, for um, uh for, for 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 those with white feet. Yeah, I've got white feet. That's okay. That that's been a general problem with Adidas over the years for me, anyway. Um, but anyway, that's fantastic. Sorry, but yeah, that's just that's just my little problem, and that's just between me and my podiatrist. Um. <laughs> Anything lurking on the horizon? Let's, I've got the Tumblr and something else, but it's not a it's not it's not very big. But I think a lot of people have been waiting to see what it looks like. That's all I'm gonna say. Cool. Let's uh wrap it up. That's that's let's wrap it up. That's about all we have time for this week. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast. A special thank you to everyone that's been tuning in. Um, it's it's been it's been really great to see more and more people tune in and we don't say this we don't say this enough but thank you very much for making us part of your lego fan experience and we can't thank you enough um for those of us that for those of you that have left us a five-star review on apple podcasts thank you if you if you want to support us you can leave a review um, if you've enjoyed what we do that really helps us get uh, discovered um, and yeah just a just a very big thank you thank you and until next time these are the extra, extra pieces pieces you have been listening to extra pieces a collaboration between jay's brick blog and the rambling brick your hosts are jay ong and richard jones written and produced by jay ong and richard jones extra pieces can be found through your favorite podcasting platforms please like and subscribe and if you like what you hear please give us a solid five-star review it will make it easier for other people to find us and to share the joy